Sources can now confirm that James Candleford, the brother of missing Julia Candleford, has been found dead. It is understood that he suffered head injuries following a gunshot. More on this story will follow as we have it. The warehouse was examined by forensic teams. And? Uh, what did you find? There was nothing to suggest Julia had ever been in the warehouse. Just our killer and James. So we're at a dead end again? For now. But we'll persevere. We'll find her. I've been dealing with abductions for a long time, Philip. All right, let's review what we know again. Okay, James was found with a gunshot wound dead in warehouse CA5, and then you received that envelope. Photographs of Julia. She holds a sign created by her abductor stating that James is next, as if part of some kill list. Records indicate James received a 49 second phone call, instructed no doubt to go to the warehouse. The call came in an hour before the shots were heard and his body was found and not long after the photographs arrived at the station. A warehouse is a perfectly good place to hide a person. What do we know about the warehouse? It was a storage facility in the 90s for a now defunct pharmaceutical company. It went into administration five years ago and now it's empty and the site's presently under the control of a local council. There were multiple phone calls reporting a shot being fired from the warehouse. Where were the first responders called out to again? What was that address? Uh, Badwater Road. Badwater. The same. What are you thinking, Mon? Uh, interesting. In what way? Timothy Sanger lives on the very same road. The newly instated CEO of Speakeasy? The very same. Not five minutes away. What are the chances that a suspect in Julia's disappearance with, let's not forget a motive, lives minutes from the site of James's death? I need a map, quickly. On it. There. Look, Badwater Road. This patch is the industrial site for the warehouse. And look, that line cutting through the middle, a thumb's width away. Train tracks, just like from the photo. The site's the perfect dumping ground for disused railway tracks. And if our guy killed James in the warehouse, maybe he could be holding Julia in there too. I think it's time we pay our friend, Mr. Sanger, another visit. Yes, boss. Mr. Sanger. Thank you for taking the time to see us again. Your receptionist let us through. How can I help you two? Uh, there's been a new development in the Julia Candleford case. We were hoping you could shed some light on it for us. I'll do what I can to help, of course. I imagine you've heard about James Candleford's death. Yes, it's been on the news all morning. They talk about nothing else. It's honestly a tragedy. You must also be aware that he was found in a warehouse a very short distance from your home. I was working late that night. There were diversions to my street when I did get home, so I, I became aware quite soon afterwards. Uh, working late? Until what time? Uh, about 1am. You look nervous, Mr Sanger. Everything all right? Look, you clearly think I did it, or otherwise you wouldn't be here. James Candleford, Julia's brother no less, was shot to death just minutes from my residence, and you suspect my involvement. Though your alibi holds for the night of Julie's disappearance, you still have motive. Newly appointed CEO of Speakeasy, after all. I promise you truly, I had nothing to do with James Candleford's death. And plus, I have an alibi that holds. Svetlana was here, and we were seen together in a rather... intimate moment. My receptionist can verify my account. She was the one to catch us. 
Svetlana. Not important. We'll talk to your receptionist, Mrs. Sanger. Thank you for your time. We'll be in touch. Bloody Svetlana. Christ alive. I thought we were starting to get ahead here. This case. Timothy Sanger was certainly getting ahead, judging by that CCTV footage. Sorry, not funny. Back in a square one. So Timothy Sanger isn't our man. His alibi holds. Yeah. Still leaves us with a missing woman. I know. That for us, Ronnie? Um, Georgina, we've got to get back to the station. Hall, I need to speak with you. You got a minute? Yeah, sure. What's going on? I, um, have had bad news. What is it? I've received word from Whitney Hospital. Nathan died two hours ago. What? The doctors believe he suffered some kind of seizure, went into respiratory failure. Oh my God. I'm so sorry, Georgina, really. He was a great kid. My brother is dead because of you, and I'm going to make sure you burn in hell for what you've done. Oh, my God. Oh, I'm so... Don't you dare. Tell me you're sorry, you heartless, alcoholic waste of space. (gasps) Just get out of here right now, or I'll call the police. I am the police! And that's a good idea. Maybe we should tell them all about what happened that night. How about that, Jackie? How about it? What's this I'm hearing about you pushing for an interview with that cop? What's his name? Ronnie Owens? Oh, he's the lead detective on that missing girl case. You know, uh, Julia Candleford. And my interview with the now dearly departed James Candleford is trending all over social media. No, 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 no. Bad idea, Harry. All right? It's not going to work. No, he will. I can make this work, Christopher. Trust me. You know he's not going to agree to the interview? If I can get James, I can get him. And where's that goddamn coffee girl? I've asked for my latte ten minutes ago. So what? You're just going to push Owens until he says yes? I'll work my charm. It's been known to work from time to time. (laughs) Yeah, sure. Whatever you say. Just don't screw it up. And look, I've got some other business that I need to attend to. Are you still mad at me? Mad at you? No, no, no. All is forgiven. So you're not angry about the whole Chris thing? No, no. That's long, that's long gone from my mind. Honestly, don't worry about it. Okay, good. I've managed to speak to the studio and Christopher Jones, it seems, is playing God. Well, that doesn't sound good. So there's nothing they can do? None whatsoever. These people... It's all about the ratings, about their image. They're all just as heartless as each other. That Christopher Jones, Harry Olsen, Julia's abduction hits the news and it's the making of them. It's like nothing else in the world even matters. I know. I need to go out for a bit. I'm meeting with some friends. One of them knows someone who runs a radio station, so 
said I might be able to get some airtime for the Julia appeal. You know it would mean the world to me, Sally, and to Julia. You are her best friend, after all. I know you'd do anything for her. Yeah. I gotta go. See ya. Bye. Restricted number. Oh, Christ. Hello? Julia? Philip. It's time all of this came to an end. Just don't harm Julia. If you want me, you can have me. You can do anything to me. Just promise me you'll leave her alone. Please. In the next couple of minutes, you'll be receiving a text message. Coordinates for an address. Is Julia there? It's where you're keeping her, right? Are you listening? I need to know. You understand me, Philip? I understand. I'm listening. Good. I want you to go there alone. No police. If you go against my instructions, she dies. Okay, just let me... Beverly, cancel my meetings for the rest of the day. I need to go out. There's something I need to do. Where are you, Julia? Jesus. Hello? I see you. Where are you? Where's Julia? Don't worry, Philip. All will be revealed. Why am I here? You'll see. Turn around. This episode of Mr. Jameson was written by Matt Bailey and directed by Alan Sprawl. It was recorded by Matt Hill at 360 Studios. For full cast and crew information, please visit speakdrama.co.uk.